Welcome back to System Ministrivia, the podcast where we teach Jathan what sex is. This is Brent. I'm really distracted. <laughs> and I'm sexy. Peyton. My God. So, we've got, a, I think we've got a pretty, well, I hope it's going to be, be a short episode. episode. No, it's I don't think it short will. Episode. I don't think it will. Absolutely. I don't know anything about what we're talking about. <laughs> we didn't even, we didn't <sighs> So even you didn't do any studying at all, Jathan? Great. You're killing me, Smalls. You're... Yeah, so we literally killing your your father. We are we are talking about DNS over HTTPS, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. DNSSEC with a little bit of TSIG thrown in because TSIG's basically DNSSEC light or DNSSEC diet. It's a, a very stripped down. It tries to do what it does in a very stripped down manner. I don't think it does it very well, but you know we'll 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 talk more about that later. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, so, man, guys, this is this is what? Our second to last episode of the season. Oh, yeah, shit show, December 11th, shit be there, be square, December 9 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. We'll be on Mumble. You're invited to come to Mumble. Everybody records their shit. We put it together. It sounds bad. It's great. What? Way to sell it. So what Jathan is really not saying is that it is three hours, at least, of an opportunity for you to hang out with your favorite host. And be drunk. And also to uh, imbibe the alcohol of your choice. Right. Or not. If you can make fun of Jathan as much as possible. There will be the annual reading of the Jathan. Only if Beaches shows up. Yeah, I, I, will show I up. hope he'd be better because I don't, I don't want anyone else to do it. I feel like that's Beaches' thing. I'll just have to right. read about myself then. No. No, it has to be Beaches. No, no, it definitely has to be because the way he reads it, you know. I mean, he only did it once before. No, it doesn't matter. It's a tradition. No, he's done. He's done. He's done it twice now. Has he done it twice? No, no, he's done it I once. I believe so. Even if he's only done uh, it once, Jathan, it's tradition now. It was still yes. It's 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 definitely a tradition. It's definitely a thing that needs to be done. Absolutely. Mm, okay. Are you? You can just you can just clam down now, sir. Okay, just clam down now. Yeah, you need a you need a clam, sir. You need a simmer down. Simadonna. Sima Donna. Donna Summer. Okay. Donna Summers. So, what is everyone drinking? Stormy Daniels. <laughs> Stormy fucking Daniels. I Sorry, I thought we were doing a thing. Grab her by the Miller Lite. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did you guys <laughs> said Donna Summers and Summer Donna, and I thought we were talking about, like, our favorite porn stars. No. All right, number one, no. Donna Summer is wow. a singer. <laughs> number two... <laughs> What the fuck? I mean, we don't... I just now, insulted now, somebody, now, but I'm not now, sure Hold on, who. Brent. We don't know if she's actually done porn or not. True. I mean, you, you just, never can just know. Say. It's it's a... Uh, you, you know. It's a uh, Schrodinger's porn. Either she has done it or not, we don't know. Right. And and knowing would change that super state. Correct. Correct. Of, Absolutely. Of her, hey, I just want to yeah. say the echo is not as bad. This time around. Yeah, so I, I have my desk Did set up. Did you get up. some tapestries? No, up? I have my desk set up, and I have tapestries. I have both of my monitors up, and I'm I'm talking into my monitors this time into like into oh. an empty wall, and then I also have a, a hoodie draped around the mic, so it's absorbing some nice. of that back, nice. whoop, some of that nice. back echo. Ooh. Hello. You have a pop filter too. Pop. I always have a pop filter. Yeah, but I don't. Also, I have a windscreen. They're different. Yeah, I know. I actually have a little pop filter. I, I didn't. Little, I didn't say they goes over are the mic. different, Jason. I'm saying and I always use a pop filter. Are but, they mutually and exclusive? Have, and then I have my mic yeah. to the side They're of me, things. so that I don't talk into it. So yeah, I could yeah. use a pop filter and a windscreen. You, Why not? You can. You don't really do all of the things. You don't really gain that much at that point, though. Like if you have a windscreen, having a pop filter is kind of well. So which one's also, better? You know, puts two two condoms. Dep- on, it so, depends. You know. Depends. I feel like the windscreen helps more with ambient noise. The, the, no. the point of both no. windscreen and pop filters is to dull sudden blasts of wind. Like this. Yeah, like that's why it's called a pop filter. Yeah, I don't have one tonight because I'm not at home. Okay. All right. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways. Is it doing it? The, I, no, really? I don't know. Well, I'm blowing. I stopped <laughs> As usual. <laughs> so, you may have heard in the background, and you'll hear a beep in a couple seconds. I have an electric kettle going, so I'm actually making tea, which is what I'm drinking tonight. I'm drinking some chai tea because I'm, I am I had some stomach issues earlier today, so not drinking alcohol tonight. Sorry, guys. I'm actually not either because I'm at work still. 
Well, I mean... And it's the day before fucking Thanksgiving. That, that doesn't need to stop you, necessarily. You guys got uh, good plans for uh, the giving of thanks? Lots of turkey. Same. Talk about that. I got us a 20-pound bird. Jathan. Yo. Are you, are you, I almost said, are you drinking turkey? Are you eating turkey tomorrow? Yeah, I'm eating turkey. Uh, I've got some friends who have like <laughs> sort of a... turkey? Well, so Katie is in a different state. Is she, I did why not, is she in a different state? Is she back home? Yeah. Okay. Why is she in a different state though? Because she has the opportunity to go back and I couldn't this week because of work shit, so... Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. I just cried myself to sleep every night while she's gone. Also, I can't sleep without her anymore, and I'm really bad you should get those, and sad. You should get those rings that have that reflect your mood, and that has shows her mood on your ring and your mood on hers. That doesn't work. I know. I was being silly. Oh, you know what you could do? FaceTime each other. Well, I mean... Or not FaceTime, Skype. You, you could Skype each you other. You could do that. Or, or just video chat. It doesn't really matter which platform. Or, hear me out. I think it's like Xerox now at this point. Get like a, a a photo of Katie, like front and back, yes. right? And then get one yes. of the, what do they fucking call them? The Japanese body pillows, the Daki, yes. Daki Yes, the waifu pillow. Yeah, the waifu pillow. The, wa- the waifu yeah, pillow. Yeah, get a waifu yeah. pillow there you go. of her. Or just, get her. or just get her scantily clad image put on a waifu pillow. She seems like she'd be down for that. I have a yeah. poster printer at work, so honestly, I can print something up to like... On well, fabric? height, basically. On fabric? Yeah, if I have to. But I was thinking I would just... Put it on photo paper and get some cardboard and cut it out in the shape of her. No, 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 no. You got to go. And then it's like dead ass on demand, you know? No. Dead ass on on demand. You got to. Dead ass. You got to go with the the pillow, Jason. Okay. Well, your idea is fine, too. The pillow might make more noise, though. And that's one thing that, like, it's been really quiet. So I I thought about joining the Procrastinators Club, but I thought maybe I'll do it next week. Yes. uh, Do it later, of course. So... We didn't really get into it yet. What are you guys drinking? Because I talked about what I'm drinking, but neither of you did. I have water. Jathan, well, Jathan said he wasn't drinking. Cause he's yeah, because I'm at work. Although that shouldn't you gotta stop you. you got to have a bottle somewhere. Yeah, you, gotta have a, no, I, you have to have the hidden emergency yes, shit. I really don't. Hidden emergency vodka bottle. Yeah. I did not think I was going to be recording here tonight, or I would have maybe prepared. Well, whether you record there or not has nothing to do with your right, emergency exactly. Emergency booze. What do you do with emergency booze? Well, drink it. When your, your entire desk. prod platform goes down, you step you start one, by taking shots. Step one, you take the bottle out. Step two, you unscrew and or uncork. And then step three, pour. And then step four, drink. I'm just curious how how you don't know these things. Like, I just, you know. I heard. Like, how do you not know One this? time I heard about a guy who. How are you going to fix it better if you're drunk? Uh, Balmer Peak. Stunt. The, yeah, the it's hard peak. to get you to get the bomber peak and just could... stop, though. Not really, especially when you're mad. <laughs> <laughs> this just in, maybe for you. Yeah, Jason likes uh, alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe don't drink then. Yeah, bomber peak. But I, I heard this one story. I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard a story about a guy who kept his emergency booze in like an empty computer case and Ooh. he just kept it next to him. With, like, cables hooked up to it, but, like, not powered on or anything, because there was no board in it. He just had an empty case with cables plugged in. That's neat. And he had, like, that. And he had like a handle of whiskey in there. And I'm like, that's, that's brilliant. That's genius. That's a good idea. Right? I wonder if I could put a bottle of whiskey inside a raspberry pie I have. No. You sh- Jathan, don't What? What? No, I, you couldn't even fit one of, those, one of those little airplane Why? whiskey bottles. You know, that's an idea. I could just have a bunch of airplane bottles of different things. But where? That's, where would that's you, the point. The point I mean, is you're not you're supposed to get completely sloshed. I mean, I have know? locking cabinets and drawers and shit. Okay. Well, there you go. I have my own office. I also could just put them in the goddamn server racks. I don't care. Well, then they're warm. We don't care either. They get warm, Jason. So, I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys what I'm drinking. Okay. You may have hinted already because I said something similar to it. It's Miller Lite. Miller Lite. All right. Yep. yep. So, uh, just Breakfast of Champions. <laughs> Breakfast out. Uh, it's the uh, it's the official beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Too. Uh, Breakfast of alcoholics, maybe. Which they play tomorrow. <laughs> Go Cowboys. Yep, you're right. I'm from Dallas, by the way. I can say right. That. We've just determined that I'm actually an alcoholic. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yes, you heard, yes, heard right. it here first, guys. No, but I'm really good at it. So, <laughs> are you really good at it? I don't think that's. I don't know if that's a thing you can be really good at. Yes, you can. I don't know if that's a victory. really bad alcoholic. Be proud of being good at too. I feel like, like I'm gonna offend somebody if I keep talking, so I'm gonna just stop. 
Like fuck it, go all go all in. Uh, no, go all in. Just double down. Go all in. No, no. But you normally double down. That's that's your that's my thing. That's your thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. Are you sure? Go all in, Jathan. Go all in. Just do it. You don't want to. No. You don't want to follow your we'll shtick. Your shtick. Okay, guys, it's been it's stick. been eleven minutes. We're eleven minutes into the raw. We need to get going here. <laughs> eleven minutes into the raw. <laughs> <laughs> eleven minutes into the phrasing. Raw. Phrasing. Hayden. Okay. Speaking of yes. phrasing, give us your tip. Yes, yes, my liege. Oh, your my tip. Yeah. I have a small tip. It's and stay away from my cardboard cutout. <laughs> your pillow. We are going to talk about sleep. Like I said, a small tip. What, like Jathan with his body pillow? No, like oh sleep. the command, the actual command, the sleep. command. Yes. Duh. Okay. So sleep pauses for number of seconds. Mm-hmm. You can use S for seconds. That's the default. Mm-hmm. You can use M for minutes, H for hours, or D for days. If you do two or more command options, it will do the sum of the arguments. Who the fuck? So if you do twelve minutes and one hour and one hour, it'll do uh, an hour and twelve minutes. Who the fuck would want to sleep something for days at a time? Like, oh, I've I, done it. I've done it in a pinch. Just <laughs> set an ad job I, at that point. I don't run ad everywhere, okay, bitch? Oh so, right. I mean, at is obviously a better command if you want to run something at a specific time. Mm. But sometimes but you, you just want to guess, you know. Because right. you then know, it right. also persists across the reboot. So you know what I'll do? Yeah, that's fine. You know what I'll do a lot of times <laughs> with yeah, sleep? Fine. Yeah, what? Is if I have, like, a file transfer going, and I know it's going to take about an hour, but it could be two hours... But I have to change permissions or something after I do it. I just set asleep for like an extra hour or two after. And then I just, you know, end of the day, right? It's five o'clock. I set a four hour mm-hmm. sleep. I tell a user like, hey, in four hours, you can try to use your data. It'll be ready. Yep. Whenever it's done transferring somewhere in that four hour window, it doesn't matter. The last command's not going to run until my sleep is done. Boom. I yep. just hacked the system. I fucking win. Why wouldn't you just hack the hack? Not, the, you hack did the not. You did not do that. Why wouldn't I make my permissions part of my original command? Well, that. But also, why wouldn't you use something like I notify, which is designed exactly for something like that? Because or, I notify is not designed for one-offs. Or or well, yeah, but you could you could script it so it can take a certain process. I don't want to write a script at five o'clock on a Tuesday, Brent. Why not? You, because I'm going home. Jason, you need to write the script once, is what I'm saying. You can add an. Uh-huh. You can set an argument. Saying, yeah, for this process, all of the files that it's fucking with, take that path and let me know and do this thing when it's done fucking with it. Or you could just... Why don't you write that pro- and just send it to me? Man, no, because I'm not the one that needs it. I don't need it anymore either. Okay. It already happened. It was last Tuesday. Yeah, what happens when you need it again? <laughs> I'm going to put it on my student's plate. That's delegating. <laughs> Delegate. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Why do today what I could make someone else do tomorrow? The other option that you can do is just have it watch that process and wait for it to complete and then run a, uh, you know, just pull the process list. And then when it's not present in the process list, just run the thing. But then you run into the issue of zombie processes. So then it'll it'll never do the cleanup if it's a zombie. But if it's it's zombies, you know, you got bigger problems anyways. So, cool. Sorry, Pan, we kind of cut you out. We took a... No, it's fine. No, no, I, I, that was... Off to the side, was, into the woods. So, that, that literally, it's not a, a very no, long... It's like, it's not... It's a very simple command. It's a very short command. Like, there's not a lot of options to it. It does one thing and but does like it you well. said, which is the Unix way. Sort of like me. Oh. I only do one thing good. Well, most, most things in Unix don't. If you know this but, quote... Yes. You can share it this moment, uh, but this is the way. I'm not familiar. I know you're not. It's okay. fine. We'll talk about I it later. I don't, I don't think it's... Also, shout out to number one fan, A. Mayer. Mm-hmm. Would he know that quote? Do I know the quote? Would he? Huh? Would A. Mayer? What? Would, no, would A. Uh, Mayer no, know the quote? I don't know if A. Mayer would. I don't know if, a. I don't know if he would. Mm. He might. Maybe. It's a Disney Plus thing. Can you... Danny, watch Disney Plus? You'll know. You did you get say... hacked on Disney Plus? No, I did not. Did you say he's num- he's actually the number one fan if he doesn't know the reference? Well... Am I being controversial? If he's seen the episode that I'm referring to, then he might okay. know it. Beaches is our number one fan. Let's just put no, it out there. Yes, he is. No, Amir is my number one fan. But, but Beaches is the overall. I think Beaches, yeah, I would say, I would Beaches, say Beaches and Katie Boat probably we, have listened to the most episodes. Why are we yes. qualifying yes. this? Yes. Yeah, you're all great fans, except Jason, some of do you. Do you actually have a fan anymore? <laughs> I'm my own fan. When I listen, I always, every time I finish a segment and I'm talking, uh-huh. when I'm listening to our podcast, I start clapping. doesn't matter where I am. 
Really? <laughs> the other day I was on the bus. I finished up our last episode. I just started clapping. I know that's not true, but I really wish it was because that would be <laughs> I really wish it was so too. Funny. I make myself laugh. People ask me. People ask me, and I'm just like, "Oh, what am I clapping at? Oh, it's just me. Don't worry." <laughs> They don't know what I'm talking about. Like this? Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Okay. <laughs> Peyton, did you have do you have anything else to talk about with sleep? No. Like I said, it was a it's a very short command. Uh, obviously, if you need to run something at a specific time, use at or a cron job even. Hey. But if you just need something quick and you don't have at, then uh, just sleep it. Well, what sleep is actually useful for is when you're doing scripting operations usually looping yeah. and one yeah like the I end of your that. loop has well to have too. a pause before the next one either for load purposes or because yeah. you know yeah, whatever the case may be whatever, do. Yeah. sleep 30 30 that's a long one. that's 60 seconds 90 minute, 120 minute yeah it's you know it's not a big deal yeah would you say that the guy i do 30 because i usually am waiting for splunk to clear its cluster right would you say that the guy that wrote sleep could be considered a sleep specialist <laughs> I wonder if he has sleep apnea. I have sleep apnea. That's terrible. I mean, I think I do. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm really sorry. I haven't been that. diagnosed with it. But you should get a sleep study done. I did one by the by the VA, yeah. and they said uh, they sent me a letter and said you don't have any issues sleeping. However, you should not be in the bed unless you're sleeping mm-hmm. or having sex. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was like, okay. What does I, that have to do with anything? Well, because if you're in the bed and you're you're not doing one of those two activities, your brain associates it with wakefulness, Correct. with other activity. Correct. Okay, That's but you who's sleeping while they have sex? <laughs> like, so shouldn't that be separate too? You need wow. like a dedicated spot. You are a- <laughs> fucking moron i swear i mean oh that's a legitimate question no i think the point is you can make an exception for sex because what else are you going to do like you can make a baby on the stairs you know like sure some people are into the stairs oh my gosh i've done that before that's a that was a lot of fun yeah but every time but i digress okay (laughs) oh not every time let's move on this is getting ridiculous that's like a that's a that's a once in a lifetime i'm learning more about the two of you than i ever wanted to ever know okay so what does that even mean that i don't sleep while i'm having sex That's, I don't think anybody does that. Okay. Okay, guys. DNSSEC. DNS over HTTPS and TSIG. I don't even want to explicitly mention TSIG because I want to spend all of like two seconds on it and that's it. But whatever. Okay. So I'm going to start with DNS over HTTPS. Yeah, because that's like all the rage right now. It's all the rage. That is all the the, the the rage. The two major browsers, Firefox and and Google Chrome, are cooking it into their browser by default. By default. Yep. This now to clarify, yeah. is there an option to disable it on one or either that you're aware of? I know that it is I don't know if it's in the current build, but I I don't even know if it's enabled in the current stable build of Firefox. But I know that they have plans to let you disable it, but you have I to think it's already on in Chrome though. Yeah, maybe. I know all I know is, is Firefox in this case. But I know that you can, but it has to be in the advanced options, you know, in the about config. That's yeah, right. manually, yeah, yeah. So all these damn sheeple. Yeah, it's it's, it's dumb sheeple. I People should suck. take the moment now to note that mm-hmm. the RFC for DNS over HTTPS, which is I have it right here, it is eight four eight four. Yes, yes. Wow, good job. You were ready for that. Yeah, I did some research. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> do a lot, but I did some. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It is eight four eight four, and it is. It was authored by. A certain P. Hoffman from ICANN, which, like, all right, you know, like DNS, like, I, I fucking, I get it, you know. But also a P. McManus from mm. Mozilla. Now, if I was, Damn if it, I was Mozilla. a conspiracy theorist, here's where I say, oh, they're they're trying to increase their advertising, like, paths or whatever. I don't agree with that. I, I don't think that that's a thing. But I also, there might be somebody who says that, but I don't think that's a so, thing. So, well, I'll, I'll actually get to that specifically in, in a second, but. Yeah, so I did, there is a concern for me, because I think, like, especially lately, I think they're getting a little bit better about it, but I think Mozilla really has Mm -hmm. taken a downward turn over the past few years. So that has me worried that they're now co-authoring RFCs, because these are literally the blueprints for how networking works, right? So, like, we shouldn't, we should be really hesitant about letting browser, you know, browser corporations who, who publish a browser get to decide that but whatever okay so like like jathan said it's all the rage everybody's like all of the crypto right. boys are are have raging hard-ons for it all this crazy stuff yep. but they're wrong and i'm gonna say why well, i'm gonna right. tell you why 
So tell us why, Brent. So first, let's get into what it actually is, right? So you have okay. It's not, to my knowledge, anyways. I don't think there's there's any system level libraries that handle it. It's only for browsers currently, but uh, it is a TLS wrapped, uh, a TLS tunneled, right? HTTP right. wrapped DNS query right. and DNS response. And yeah, it's kind of neat. I was I was reading about it. It's the mechanics neat, so. of it are, but. You need to keep in mind, you're making a shit ton, unless you're locally caching, you're making a shit ton of name lookups every second, even in the background. You know, if you've got like 10 tabs open in Firefox, I guarantee at least five of them are pulling something, you know? Yeah. And those are lookups. So unless you're locally caching, and I don't, I don't run NSCD. So unless you're caching locally, it's actually making those requests, which is why we started using UDP for domain lookups. You know, we, we use TCP for some of the bigger ones, like A transfers, where you transfer entire zones. But those are huge. You know, you wouldn't want to use UDP. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So DNS by itself, it's plain text. Granted, it's UDP, so it's not like plain text, plain text, but it's, right. it's raw binary plain text. And it is, you know, I mean, it has its problems, right? You can do right. DNS poisoning, name server takeovers, a lot of really nasty stuff. I'll maybe post a link to a really good presentation deck that Apnic had about DNS. It's a really good introduction to DNS and DNSSEC. So I'll put that in the show notes. But we just need to say, yeah, we can totally admit DNS has problems. In fact, it sure does. There's a meme. It's always the problem. Yeah, there's a meme that it's always the problem. It's always DNS. Yep. Not entirely true, but. To be fair, like 98% of the time it is. (laughs) Maybe not 98% of the time, maybe not for me, but like I more than I would like to admit it is the issue. So there's a reason it's a meme. But yeah, it has its issues, right? But this doesn't fix any of them. All it does is just add more issues right. because now we can't pull up a PCAP. We can't dump TCP dump or Wireshark on the line and debug because it's all encrypted and it's going to an external source and there's no way to debug that entire stack unless you're doing you know, SSL man in the middling or TLS man in the middling, which isn't really even possible with TLS 1.3 and cert pinning anyways. And I guarantee you all those fucking DOH resolvers out there are using it, you know, because they're all big companies. So like, yeah, you don't yeah, really have any options to investigate when something goes wrong. A user is going to say, I, I can't connect to the site. You're going to well, you know, I have no way of knowing if you're actually pulling the correct IP address in your records or not, because right. it's all yeah, exactly. it's all encrypted, you know, between the, the client and the resolver. So that's my primary concern is from that angle. It's impossible to diagnose. All you can do is, is see if they're able to actually reach the resolver or not. And if you want to, you know, very common in workplace environments or in schools, especially, especially grade schools, if you want to filter this internet access, you can't really do it as easily now because you can't see which domains are getting tra- uh, they're they're connecting to. You can't return black holes like you can't return like one two seven zero zero one for Google.com, right? You can't do that right. anymore. Right. You could, you know, compile a static blacklist of all the known DOH resolvers, but what's going to stop them from turning up some VPS somewhere and turning up their own DOH? And it's it's indistinguishable from HTTPS because it is HTTPS, right? Yeah, that is kind of an interesting one. So, you know, it's like, yeah. okay. So unless you're doing really, really careful deep packet inspection, and you probably don't have funding for that, let's be honest, or the resources. (laughs) And even then, it's not guaranteed to be fully correct because there's still plenty of, you know, really small websites that still use HTTPS. I mean, we're up to like what, like three quarters of the web now that has HTTPS, something like that. Is that uh, true? I read be, that yeah. recently. I don't know how true it is. I didn't see a source for it, but I, yeah. It how feels... is that analyzed? Like, who's just fucking well, you checking got... the entire internet? That's what spiders are for, Jaylen. But it feels spiders, it feels about right. Get away from me. It feels about right to me, right? Which is good. Well, let's which is encrypt good. is you know? huge. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's encrypt a couple. Yeah, I was going to ask about that, actually. You can use Let's, let's Encrypt for this, yeah, right? it's, it's so, regular old HTTPS. What about self-signing? Like, you can self-sign too? Like, that would require a... Well, you want to be able to use cert pinning or the advanced or HSTS right, or anything right, like right, that. Right. 
the more advanced SSL stuff that further secures a line. Right. And the system itself, or at least the browser in this case, would need to have that CA cert installed as a trusted root. Gotcha. But gotcha. theoretically, yeah, because it's still HTTP. Theoretically. Where's I going with that? Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So, I don't know. So since there's so much traffic out there that's HTTPS and it's valid traffic, it's not traffic you want to block, you have no way of knowing if that's a resolver or not. You know, it could it could just yeah. be, you know, really compressed images of, of like cats or something. I don't fucking know. You know, there's no way to know if it's a query yeah. and a response or not. So that's an issue. And then also the other main issue I personally have with it is just the sheer amount of overhead it adds. So, like, we're, we've gone from... Okay, but it's 2019. Well, hold on, right? So, we've gone from UDP. I'd be fine moving to TCP for DNS, for all lookups. We're fast enough, I think. I talked about this maybe two episodes ago, near the end. I was like, I don't really think we need UDP anymore. Fine, whatever. I'd be fine with just, just TCP queries. That would be okay. But my problem is you're now adding not one layer of, of wrapping on top of DNS. You're adding two... Technically three, because you got a base 64, the query and response binary, so it can actually fit into JSON, right? Because you can't put binary into JSON. So we've got like, <laughs> we've got what, three four, three layers, four layers of extra yeah, wrapping so, yeah. on this. And it has mm-hmm. to do this for every single query that you make for DNS. Every single one. So that we're talking... Like, after a week, we're talking up to maybe hundreds of megabytes, possibly gigabytes, depending on the size of your deployment. That's ridiculous. They did not think this through. It's astounding. Well, what? I mean, I feel like, you know, with the, with the way the speeds are going, I really feel like I don't think it's as, as necessarily as bad as you're, as you're trying you still, to, as no, you're no, trying no, to no, say No, 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 it's not just about speed. Yeah, we've got we have yeah. really fucking fast lines. Like I've said before, sure. I'm on a gigabit line. Sure. I'm not that worried about so the speed. But you're also you also right. need to consider bandwidth cost money, right? The more bandwidth you use, That's the more true. money you're yeah. spending, especially in a corporate environment or a school environment where it's it's meter yeah. based rather than quota based, right? Sure. So sure, I I get that. Yeah. So these yeah. are these it's it, like fundamentally it's a real problem. Why would you add gigabits of traffic if you don't need to? Now, there was a, I don't know if it ever made it to RFC, but there was at least an IETF draft, an RFC draft for DNS over TLS. And that would be better, much better, because then at least it's not HTTP and it doesn't need to base 64 it, right? That's cutting out two useless layers from this thing. Yeah. So, okay, if this is your outrage, is the the part of the problem. If this is your outrage, Mm -hmm. why do we not hear companies who are paying for bandwidth in universities and shit like that being outraged about this? I don't think they realize it. I think they're more focused. Like nobody in the world has thought of this except you. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying typically the people who would be loudest about this don't think about this. The people who who have push and pull power don't think about this. Until after. Until after. So you think at some point this is going to become a thing? I hope so. Because, you know, and then at least I'll get to say, all right, let's fix it. Let's move away from this. But, sure. yeah, until that happens, sure. because the hype machine is so strong, especially since post-MSA, no, all right, people do, or at least are starting to actually care about their privacy and, and anonymity, which is good. Yeah, which is sweet. Yeah. I'm all about that. I'm, I'm all about the general it's public. about time worrying about that but this is i don't want to say it's snake oil because it actually does sort of do something but the problem is it it just shifts where the issue is you know and it creates more problems in that shifting so i don't know i i i think people are just looking at at the surface and short term and they're not looking at in the long term and they're not looking at the full scope of what it actually means so yeah so that's why I think we don't hear a lot of outrage about this. Now, I, there are a couple blog posts from a guy we follow on Twitter. He goes into a lot more detail about why this is a, a bad thing. Who? DA667. Okay. Could you link to a few in the show notes? Yeah, that's what I was going to do. So okay. you can read those at your own time. He gets a little political with it. I don't agree with him politically. Leisure. But I trust his abilities in terms of technical competence. He knows what he's doing. 
And I do agree with him on a technical standpoint. So how many times have you said that about me? Never. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so we'll, we'll I'll link to those anyway. so you can get a, a more intimate understanding of why this is actually maybe a big deal and why it's actually maybe a bad thing. But, you know, people don't want to... They, they hear, oh, my DNS queries are encrypted. Sounds great. And then they don't think about it. But further. also, I have a question about that. Yeah. And this is what I meant to interject before, but then we kind of strayed okay. a little. They're still not hidden from the end point. Right. So somebody still knows, like... You know, now it's most likely your ISP knows about your fucking DNS request. And they're definitely taking that data and selling it. I get it. I understand, though, that you will now, at least in a browser, Mm -hmm. not be using your ISP to make DNS requests necessarily. Unless unless your ISP turns up their own DOH resolvers. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. But it is still visible to them what you're looking at or what you're requesting. They can see the IP address. So in this case, if you're using, if you're connecting to a website using HTTPS and you're using DNS over HTTPS, all they can see is the IP address and that you're using TLS tunneled traffic and they can probably make a pretty good guess that it's HTTPS. Yeah. But they can't be entirely certain because you can get spoofed to make it look like HTTPS. And they can see, you know, the, the time that you're accessing and stuff and, and how large the request and responses are. Right. That's all they can right. see. They but can't at see this URLs, point, though, they, they can't see domain names. I, no, I understand that. But at this point, you know, like mm-hmm. we probably have a pretty good idea which fucking IP addresses belong to Google and which IP addresses belong to Pornhub. Sure. Actually, there was just a thing where uh, Google is sending uh, email over private IP instead of public. They're screwing up uh, SPF, but I digress. How are they? What does that have they to do happen? with anything? Like RFC 1918? How are they doing that? I don't know. It's just it's on it's on Twitter. It's right, up right now. Oh, I don't know. To, I don't know enough about I'll have to it. Look into we that can and, cut this out if you guys want to. And okay. uh, just, yeah, no, I, I have to look into that because if, if it's we we can put it in the show notes if it's something interesting. Yeah, it's it's fucky. Here I'll uh, yeah I'll yeah I'll link it to me in our uh, Yep 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 yep. So sorry, Jathan. So bring us back to what you were asking here. Oh well, no, it's not something I'm asking. It's just I don't obviously know our entire listener base, mm-hmm. but for somebody who may not understand the implications of this. Mm-hmm. There is some level, because we were talking about people becoming more concerned about their privacy and shit. There is some level of added privacy, and it will make it more difficult for people to glean this information. Mm -hmm. But no doubt, you know, a huge provider like fucking Comcast is going to get the information if they want it. So Or Google's DNS over HTTPS. The point is, the whichever resolver you're using, they may not see who it comes from, but they don't need to. Because they also have your browser fingerprint. They have the actual query you're making. All this nonsense. They can make a reasonable guess as to various associations based on other JavaScript that's getting pulled in. You know, what you're looking at. A lot of things here. It's not as private as you think. And it's, it's definitely not as anonymous as you think. Right. So just and don't use it as any kind of crutch in that capacity. Right. And it makes things harder for us as sysadmins and sysengineers and network engineers, too. Like, we can't do our jobs now, you know? Right. So Right. So it's a false, no, 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 it it, it makes it harder, right? So it's a false sense of security plus an increased strain on us, at least in resources if we decide to, you know, TLS man in the middle, plus, assuming it's even possible, plus just sheer restriction if not, you know? So you said it was what? You you said for you DNS was the issue 98% of the time. I'm assuming that's hyperbole, Right. But it's probably... It is a lot of the time, time, right? DNS is hard to diagnose issues with, and it's very widespread when it happens. Like, because DNS touches so many other things, or so many other things touch DNS, sometimes DNS issues pop up, and it does not seem like it's DNS at all. Now, imagine trying to diagnose that with it all encrypted. I understand what you're saying. I'm just telling you it's DNS a lot. It is DNS a lot for many cases, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so th- this is why I take a huge issue with it. I like privacy. I like anonymity. I think we should work for these things. I think we should even fight for these things. Not like maybe not punch someone in the face fight. No, nope, fisticuffs. No. <laughs> Somebody violates your privacy, you punch them in the goddamn oh, throat. Sick, Jason. Wow. Not what I was saying, but whatever. Wow. Oh, that's my message to people. My point is we should actively that's a weird work message. for it. Mm-hmm. But Agreed. this isn't it. This ain't it, Chief. You know? So that, that all Jeez. said... We yeah, chief. You never heard you never heard the meme. All right, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah I, okay. I have. It's, I, yeah, I, okay, I get boomer. It. It's, 
Oh, whoa. Hold the fuck on. I am not a fucking boomer, okay? I ain't even close to a fucking okay, boomer. boomer. We're moving on. I'm we're like moving fucking, on. We're moving on to I'm DNSSEC. I'm like fucking so, 20 years past what a boomer We're moving be, on. Okay? So, DNSSEC. The Dick difference close. between DNSSEC and DNS over HTTPS is DOH uh-huh. tries to, and does a poor job, but we, we talked about that, tries to protect right. the contents of DNS, right? It tries to prevent intelligence being gathered about what you're looking up. DNSSEC mm-hmm. attempts to <laughs> what, Jason? I'm just thinking about what we looked up before this. And honestly, some of these solutions sound pretty it's okay. Not, <laughs> guys, it's not as bad as Jason made it sound. Trust me. But well, he is a weirdo. So what can I say? All right, but on the other hand, DNSSEC attempts to protect the integrity of that content. Right. Which is important, but differently important. I yeah yeah I differently for sure. okay all right. and DNSSEC does also sure so DOH you do get some minor protections against things like you know DNS poisoning and stuff like that DNSSEC attempts mm-hmm. to actually address those directly and it does a pretty good job right it runs on a public private key pair you know PKI format you basically publish your mate you have two keys typically. You have a CSK mm-hmm. and a KSK, a zone signing key and a key signing key. The zone signing key is what you actually you sign records with. You say, yes, this content should match this signature. The key signing key yep. is different because your ZSK is going to change a lot. And if you have to rotate that key or you need you know multiple sources to allow for that, you want to have a, a stronger, more static key saying yes these this key or these keys are allowed to make these signatures that's the key signing key and that is hashed and signed by your upstream your parent domain so if i have a domain foo.com dot com would sign my key for foo and then i can even subzone i can subzone delegate out i could give jathan control of bar.foo.com yeah give me control oh my gosh and he Foo that bar. Me, He's gone mad with power. Would give me the public key for his uh, KSK, right? And then I would sign the hash of that, mm-hmm. saying, yes, I am authorizing JFON, or this key, technically. I'm authorizing this key to make signatures for bar.foo.com, right? So this is the basic idea of how right. this works. And it's it's chained, so it's all down the, down the thing, right? The... Verification gets a little bit tricky because you have something called, oh, what's it called? NSEC, I think. Yeah. And it basically chains signed records, right? It says, okay, everything in this RR set of this type, of A type, or AAA type, or MX type, or whatever, this is the key that Mm -hmm. should be checked against for this. Right. And then also, this is the next record. And this is that method, you know, the chaining of the next record designates that it is, it eliminates the possibility for DNS poisoning, right? Of inserting records that should not be there. Now, the problem with this is it also makes it really easy to enumerate records. So if you have, if you don't want people, and this is why, you know, AXFR actions are not public, because you don't want people being able to just look through, look at your domain and just see every single subdomain you have on it. You don't want that. Right, right. Now, right. granted, you know, obfuscation is not security, but it does help. It's an additional layer that you still want to add where possible. And you lose that with this. So there's a, an ENSEC. I'm pretty sure it's called NSEC. It's NSEC, right? Do you remember, Peyton? What? Do you remember if it's called NSEC? Pretty sure it's NSEC. It's called NSEC. NSCC, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 NSEC. Okay. So then they redesigned it a little bit. Sorry. I, it's all right. Yeah. So then they redesigned it and came up with NSEC 3. And this basically hashes the next record. So it is possible to still enumerate subdomains and things like that, but it is a lot harder. It's a lot more complicated to do, and it's a lot more time costly. So... Which, like... Yes. Honestly, when we had Johnny on last mm-hmm. time, that was something we talked a lot mm-hmm. about, is like... Sometimes it's really hard to prevent someone from doing something. Like, if they want to do it, they're going to do it. But you can make it really fucking expensive if, when they do. Yeah, which makes it easier to catch it and possibly provide out-of-band or other-band remediation. Yeah. Or it just might be enough to discourage them from attacking you and instead go for lower-hanging fruit. You know? Yeah, like Peyton. (laughs) 
think for sure. Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on now. Yeah, so, I mean, that's the basic structure of DNSSEC. And I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. I'm, of course, going to be linking to the RFCs and to some some material that's a little bit easier to read in the show notes. So do please read up on those. Mm-hmm. Because yes, DNSSEC yes. is a please really fantastic thing. We don't have it for System Ministerbia. Mostly because I don't have a name server at the moment that I can implement it on. But I might do that for a future project. So we don't have it now. But it is a really cool thing where possible you definitely should be doing it. So look into that. Now, a cousin of that is called TSIG. Mm-hmm. TSIG basically just signs a transfer. Just AXFR. That's it. That's all it signs. It doesn't bother with keeping static signatures of record. Well, they're not technically static. They expire, but whatever. It doesn't concern itself with all of that complication. It just says, oh, you're transferring a domain? Prove it, you know? And that's it. That's that's like all it does. Now, that is helpful. It does fix some problems, but it does also lead itself open to a lot of other issues that DNSSEC fixes, or at least tries to fix. So... That's the basic relationship between DNSSEC and TSIG. They're not technically related. You can implement both, but they have two different, very different approaches. Right. So that's, I want to say that's the basic of DNSSEC. Now, to close this out, and then I'm going to have you guys add on if you have anything. I just wanted to mention that you can do DNSSEC with PowerDNS, which Mm -hmm. has an API. And there are DNSSEC functions as part of that API. It's a really cool thing. But you'll want to throw some kind of auth gateway proxy on top of that because it, it only lets you have one auth token so that's that's power dns you know that's an issue on their end what else can do it bind can do it obviously Bind can do everything it's it's isc's right bind rules yeah yeah well i'm not a fan of it but it's isc it's it's designed as the model name server right configuring bind is just oh it's so painful fucking gouge your eyes right. out jesus yes, christ exactly and i believe you you technically can do it with unbound because unbound's fully scriptable you can do anything with unbound you can make a text record that returns the current time for fuck's sake with unbound it's a really cool thing but unbound can do it i'm not sure of others dns mask is a resolver i wouldn't call it an authoritative name server it's a resolver primarily but it does have dnssec verification capabilities i think system d network d can do dnssec verification i'm not entirely positive or system d resolve d what did i say system d network d yeah. yeah. System B resolve D, sorry. I believe the glibc standard resolver in Linux can do DNSSEC verification. I'm not entirely positive on that. Or, you know, in Google's DNS resolvers, they do DNSSEC verification by default. So if you want to offload that verification to your resolver rather than your local client, you can do that. Typically, that's usually where it's right. done. But if you're worried about tampering in between you and the resolver, you would additionally do it on the client side. Well, Okay. So that's it. That's all I had to say on that. Did you guys have anything you wanted to add to that? No. I think it's a nice little utility to have. I don't know. I mean, is it really, like, really that awesome to use it? Like, I mean, you're... What do you mean by awesome? And what are you talking about? You're talking about DNSSEC? I guess I'm trying to figure... Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the... Because I've never actually used the DNS over HTTPS. Mm. And so I just was curious. Well, you could be using it now. I could be. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, but uh, I think I guess what I'm trying to ask is like how neat is it? It's not is it flashy, right? We're not talking okay. Docker okay. here or whatever, right? It's intended to fix multiple okay. problems, and it to be fair, it right. does theoretically. We don't, you know, there could be some vulnerability in the way it does it that we don't know about. So we always have to be careful when we say it fixes this problem. But to the best of right. my knowledge, right. it fixes these issues. Okay. I believe, including even the, the issue that Dan Kaminsky found that blew so things up. Here's, yeah. here's a question for mm-hmm. you. If you hate it so much... What, DNSSEC or DNS over HTTPS? I was talking about DNSSEC. DNS over HTTPS. Okay. Oh, you're talking about yeah, DNSSEC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking about DNSSEC okay. just now with paid. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah. No, okay, I, but back to... What back I would just say DOH, about... Right? No, no, no. DNSSEC oh. real quick. What I would say is mostly like... I don't feel like it's that practical for most people to implement. What do you mean? Like locally? Like just in general, like how many organizations are like, are actually using DNS? Well, it depends. Are they using Google Chrome or Firefox? Sure. Then they're probably using it if it's a recent version. Okay. But they're not using it locally. I mean. 
They don't have a resolver, you mean? A DOH resolver. No, fuck, we're talking about DNSSEC. You said yeah. DNS over HTTPS. I, that was back, uh, I know. I, I, uh, for and then you said we're talking about DNSSEC, so I said, okay, I'm talking about DNSSEC. Okay, okay, no, okay, I'm talking okay, about DNSSEC. Okay, okay, DNSSEC, got it. Okay, 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 all right. DNSSEC, so you doubt the usefulness of a corporation turning it up for their own DNS, right? Yes. Do you mean, like, for local-only records? Because it wouldn't even work for that. No, I mean, generally. I mean, like, I work at a fairly large institution and i don't believe we have any implementation of dnssec for so anything what do you ever. what would you gain from it okay. yeah like who should be using it because obviously like i don't know of anybody well, who's the, using the it the nice thing is you can because that key signing key is hashed and that hash is served and signed by the parent you could do things like ha- give two people like one person can have control of the keys and one person can control of the records and only the zone signing key so if they I don't know, fly off the handle or whatever, and they start changing zones and start sending people to, you know, they start serving records they shouldn't be serving. You still have a way of recovering from that. You can right. revoke that signature. You can say, no, like, we're canceling his ZSK. We don't want to give him access to do this anymore. Even though he's he may have access to that server, he still is not able to contact that parent signature and change it to make the validity of his zone signing key changed. You get what I'm saying? Right. So in other words, if you're asking, you know, what you gain from it, it protects, it's a liability measure, a liability reduction measure, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a anti-raging employee. Tampering. Yeah, anti-tampering it, by nature. That's... But it's it, built into that as part of the, the separation of control, I guess we can call it. Mm-hmm. It lets okay. you manage the validity of changes yeah right okay so everybody should be using it i would say if you're able to you should yeah okay yeah and yeah it's it's a little bit of a pain in the ass and it's a little bit of learning right sure granted you know i will absolutely grant that but the benefits are absolutely worth it i would say Mm -hmm. okay okay i mean that's like saying why should i use Let's encrypt instead of a self-signed certificate on my website if I'm the only one accessing it, right? Yeah. You know, the same kind of idea. Okay, so then going back mm-hmm. now to DNS over HTTPS. Okay. DOH. This is sort of like a challenge question, if you will. But if you hate the solution that is proposed so much, how would you solve the problem? DNS over TLS. Okay, so that's your ideal solution. That would be my ideal solution. Not something that we just don't know about or haven't yeah, tried. Yet. I think DNS over TLS was a, a much superior idea. Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. And it, it didn't have a lot of the issues, you know, that this has. Still some overhead. So, still some overhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Because you're still using TLS. There's still going to be some of that issue, you know, where you run into issues with packet dumps, you know, analyzing packet dumps and analyzing traffic and things like that. But it is much easier to do SSL man in the middle right. for valid reasons, right? For corporations. Yeah. And because you don't have to deal with like cert pinning and shit like that. So... Yeah. I think that would have been superior. Yeah. Makes sense? That's cool. It sounds really nifty. I mean, it, it sounds like a pretty useful tool, honestly. And that's not so much a I hope that I can. It's not so much a tool as a. Yeah. Method, sorry, not a tool. I guess. It sounds like a. Yeah. It sounds like a really nifty method. And, well, you're probably uh, not going to see so... it anytime soon because the, the draft expired. I don't think it actually ever made it to an RFC. Danis over TLS. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah, it'd be nice, yeah. but oh well. Anything else, Jason? Nope, that's okay. all I got. Payton, have anything to add? I just want to know how many clams mm. he's got tonight. Yeah, Jason, if you actually they were out of clams. If you had, okay, so you have zero clams, and the store has zero clams. But if you went to the beach and you took that tube thing that you used to dig up clams, tube thing. Yeah, it's a tube thing. Don't question. I got you. I, no, no, no. It's I got called you. I got a you. gun. Is it really called a gun? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. A clam gun or just a gun? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's that's awesome. Gun. How to dig razor clams with a clam gun. Awesome. Yep. Okay, so you've got a clam gun. It just makes me think, like, I have a mental image of you just shooting clams. It's great. Not, like, shooting at clams. I mean, literally using clams pew, pew. as projectiles. Pew, 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 pew. So if, you, if you've got one of those and you spend 15 minutes and you get one clam a minute. I know it's unrealistic, but we're exploring here. Have you even watched the video? <laughs> I, I said it's unrealistic, but we're exploring here, Jason. We're, we're using our imaginations. So if you get one clam a minute and you're there for 15 minutes, how many clams do you have? And I'm not eating any. You're not eating any. Not yet. 
You're bringing them home for us so you can clean them up and cook them. At the beach, how many claims do you have when oh, you're done? 15. There you go. Jathan, why don't you give us your 15 claims? Okay, well, last uh, two weeks ago, I had the opportunity... I think it was last week. I don't know. <laughs> I had the opportunity to go to a day-long tutorial at Supercomputing in Denver. About Supercomputing? How'd that go? Supercomputing's a big conference. Oh, I it is every a literal year, conference rotates. called Supercomputing. Okay. Yeah, sc.org. Or supercomputing.org, I think. So, yeah, normally it rotates between, like, San Diego and Austin and Denver and maybe somewhere yeah. else I'm forgetting about. So I've gone before, but this year it was in Denver, so I was planning to go the whole week, but then we just had a lot of stuff going on. So I just went for the first day, and I went to a day-long tutorial about a tool called SPAC. S-P-A-C-K. Mm-hmm. SPAC. Tool. Yeah, and what SPAC is, SPAC.io is our website. What SPAC is... SPAC is a package manager, which I thought this would be fun to bring up with Brent because you know how he feels about extra package managers, which I tend to agree with him, by the way. But so what SPAC is specifically designed for is managing complex software when you may need to build the same package four times with four different compilers or against different libraries and stuff like that. So SPAC does not have binaries. It does compile things for you. But it does them to a a sort of spec. So you can say, build this package four times, use GCC for one, the Intel compiler for one, Portland group for another, and then an older GCC for the last one, like whatever the hell you need. So it's almost like, in a sense, now this is not apples to apples, so hop off my dick. It's almost like the concept of use flags in Gentoo, but for, you know, any package that you have a package for in spec. So how... In what way? Because you basically say, like, you can add specific compiler flags and shit on a per-package basis, and you can compile one version. Like, let's say you need to test something with MPI support and something without. You can literally have them coexist, and SPAC will build them both for you. That's not how you painted it. You painted it as being able to use different compilers, (laughs) not different compiling flags. You can. Sure. You you can do all of those things. But the way you introduce it... Anything that's possible, basically, in terms of building a package is fairly possible in SPAC. Okay, but within reason. Okay. Does it pass for you? No, you'd have to build a new version. Does it... Can it apply patches? I think it's part of the build process What does initially. one gain from a build built with spec? Well, the problem is when you're talking about like a compute cluster type environment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you really do have all these different things and they're built against different compilers and shit like that. And honestly, it can be very confusing in terms of how they're built and remembering how they're built and all that stuff. And SPAC takes care of that for why, you. So what it does is it, because it's fucking scientific software and sometimes it runs faster on one architecture with GCC and faster with Intel on another. Okay. All right. Sometimes code will port well to Intel and sometimes it mm-hmm. won't. So it is the environment that I work and in now and the, anybody the else. Same who, package. The same software. Yeah. I mean, hmm. if I show you, I'll show because you when we're the, done here. All right, a so list of makes sense is what I'm saying. You can't say okay, okay, like software foo builds faster on, I don't know, GCC than it does LL client. Not builds faster; it runs faster. Okay, whatever. All right, runs faster, right? It runs faster if it's built with GCC versus I don't know, Clang, right? Yeah. Right. So Clang. That is absolutely a thing that happens. Sure, for software. Clang, sure. Clang I know it's a thing, but. Why would you then need to use two different compilers? Why would you need built versions of both if one is superior? Because I'm not saying the compiler is the most important part here. What's more useful, in my opinion, is like building one version with MPI support and one without. You can do the same thing with packages. Because effects. I understand that, but this does it for you. It's really fucking easy. You can lazy. literally run like... Oh my god. There's a reason that That's like true. the largest supercomputing centers in the fucking world are using spec, okay? Because they don't know how to package. I mean, no, because packaging is fucking no, harder. It's, not. Mm. it's more time consuming. No, you do it once. Change of No, it's not like that. You know what? We're going to switch jobs for like a month next year. You and me. And you'll see exactly what fucking stupid bullshit happens in fucking scientific software. People don't know shit. That's my point. They're dumbasses. Yes, but people who build the software don't know shit. So the rest of us who install it have to I fucking figure it out. Installing it, no shit either. Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's the way it sounds like to me. Uh, because like, okay, yeah. look, if you've got one package that needs different compile flags, that's that's literally what Red Hat does. They have two different versions of a package: one with support for a, a feature and one without, based on different make flags. Right? That's literally what they already do. 
You just you no, need, not no. not in any that's, that's what they any possible configuration though. Why would you need any possible configuration? Because I'm telling you, this shit is fucking wonky, dude. Look at a huge fucking package like lamps, for example, mm-hmm. or oh, what the fuck's the other one that I was trying to think of? Trilinos mm-hmm. is fucking huge. The number of iterations that you could go through is fucking unreal. Okay. So then why why so, do you need that? I don't. It's the people that I fucking install software for. Like, okay, I don't know why proxy, these fucking idiots Jayvon, ask for this. You need that. Okay. Yes, I don't know why they're asking me for these inane things. Okay. I think a better question would be why they're asking me for these inane things. Well, let me get okay, back to you. My point is, I see very little use for this. Okay, but... And I think your entire industry is fucked. <laughs> If, if you want, if you want my, Just if you fuck. want my analysis on the issue, I think the problems are industry, <laughs> not that this is a problem that needs to be solved. Wow, I, I just tell him I went to a day long tutorial. He's like, you should find a new job. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Point being, I can see this being useful for writers of software, for developers of software who want to check for build issues. Across different compilers. No. Across compilers I can and stuff. absolutely no. see that being a valid case. It makes managing dependencies really fucking much no. easier for the software that is already supported by spec. And it's nice because it still compiles, so it uses your compiler. So however you've optimized your compiler and whatever default compiler flags no. you have, it's not yeah. just pulling a binary. Like but it, it only it works installs for software that's, that spec's been... Packaged. SPAC? S-P-A-C-K? SPAC? SPAC. Yeah, SPAC.io. Like SPACL, but without the lo. Yeah, like that. No, gotcha. so you're saying it works for any software, right? That needs to... I mean, I'm saying you could write a package file or spec or whatever they call it for any file. For SPAC. For okay. SPAC. For, for mm-hmm. any software. And the, the list of software that's available for it is growing. Why wouldn't you just write a packaging spec then? Because I think the whole point is that if I write a packaging spec, it's specific to my environment, and I can't very easily share it with fucking Oak Ridge National Laboratory or oh. something. Whereas with SPAC, it's standardized. You know what so you could do? It's distributing the workload across HPC centers everywhere. You know what you could do? I could fucking you kill could you. Give them at- wow, you need to calm down, sir. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm going to kill since you with a clamp gun. Since you're building these... Why do you have to be so upset if you, about If you this? write a package spec... Which you are then building to you a package. You could distribute it. Which you are then yes. adding to a and repository. And you could give prefix support and all that shit. you're supposed to be doing, you could just give them access to that repository. Done. I understand. I definitely okay. understand. But everybody's environment is different and everybody builds things with different if optimizations the for, for their fucking... If the whole point is for them to be able to reproduce what you have, you should just give them access to what you have. Okay, but... Jesus Am Christ. I wrong? Where am I wrong? The point is to allow them to install the same software, but not necessarily identically. Well, then what's the point mm-hmm. of this if, if it's not identical? The whole point you is were, that you were just the package up. So, oh, I can build a the binary package, package for spec. them and then just email that binary package to them. Or bi- uh, binary No, file. it's not. No no binary. It compiles, does it not? What, are you, what does it do? It compiles on your machine. So oh if I insta- like type spec install Brent Software mm-hmm. 1, it's going to compile it on my machine with my compiler. Okay. Hmm. So like a spec file. So, yes, it's essentially like Why a spec file. Why not just file? write a spec file? Because not everybody uses fucking Red Hat. Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, then, if they're, if they're not using the same OS as you... They're not. Then what... That is a problem, okay. apparently. Some people use fucking Ubuntu. Okay, so I then the so. DB... Maybe. Some people use fucking Red Hat. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are using Cray. Okay. So then, at that point, the deviation is so far... Not even everybody's really using Linux. The deviation at that point is so far, Jason, that it's pointless to give them any sort of spec. No. It is. It's not. No, because SPAC translates it into something for all the platforms. Okay, just that's, SPAC that will build sounds, on Cray systems, that fine. That sounds like magic to me, and we all know magic is not real. Okay, listen here. Fucking fuck. Uh-huh. Okay. Go on the website right now. I'm uh, going to fucking send you three commands. You run them. I'm not, not going to run them. Run them. What are you talking about? What, what are I, these commands? You're doing it. If I have to install SPAC, I'm not fucking doing it, because we're, we're live on the... We're recording right now, Jayfun. Here you go. I'm pinging you. RFC okay. right here. Three fucking commands. No, I'm not fucking installing that shit. Oh my god, just run it as a fucking non-privileged no, user. Dude, I'm not fucking... Fuck that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Point being... Alright, well... Yeah, Brent doesn't it know it. do something. But whether it does something useful... It does something okay. useful. Just because you say it's useful does not mean it actually is useful. Just because you don't uh-huh. think that you need ten versions of the same software doesn't mean I that other people that. don't. I mean, that is kind of the point you're no, arguing. No, it's not. Is that it doesn't do anything useful, but that's what it does. My point is that it's it's doing 
it's adding an unnecessary complication and it's bringing it out of band of normal management procedure. That's what I'm arguing. Do you have anything to say to that or you're just going <laughs> to? No, I mean, I, I'm not going to argue with you because we clearly disagree okay. about it. Fair enough. I'm telling you that if Can you we think... agree to disagree. <laughs> no, no, I'm telling you that if you're listening and you're not Brent and you think you may have a use for this, check it out because I went to a tutorial and the people who maintain it and present it about it seem pretty cool. That doesn't and, like, mean they know what they're talking project, about. Just because they seem cool and they know what they're talking about. I think it's a fine project. It's very fucking popular on GitHub. Okay. That doesn't. Your mom oh thinks God. it's a fine you know project. Popular on GitHub, Jason. Probably Docker is popular. Okay, but this is not a container. My point being, popularity means jack shit. It doesn't mean the product itself or the project itself is good. Okay, or, I understand has... you, dense motherfucker. <laughs> then why did you even bring it up? Because it was an interesting fifteen clams, and it was an no, opportunity I mean, for me to share something you, I learned about. Why did you say that it's popular and it seems cool? Oh, well, some people are sold oh on gosh. that kind of thing. That doesn't. That's a. Oh whatever <laughs> whatever whatever <sighs> is that your 15 clams god you made my blood pressure go up <laughs> is that it is that your 15 clams i love it when you make his blood pressure go up it's yes really that hard. is all i have for all my right. clams god i peeped Spack. too you made me yell Spack. you get you get Spack so fired up and i'm just i'm just trying to figure out why someone Spackle. would need you're not this. trying to figure it out no you're just trying to be no, a troll no i you're an I old man bridge troll. I don't see the point of you oh all the gosh. time. Dad. <laughs> you, <laughs> dad, 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 dad. You're basically an XT teenager. So. I mean, you know. It could be a thing. I don't, I don't have right. to tell you, man. I, really I think don't. it's time we end this. Does anyone else have anything I, I think it's time to do? I've got nothing here, really. Spack. I think that's fine. Javon, anything to add? No, I'm mad. I'm leaving. I want to go eat some pizza. <laughs> Go eat some pizza. <laughs> wait a second. Wait yeah. a second. Hold on. Hold on. This is going to be good. <laughs> we're waiting on. <laughs> All right. I'm is good. That, is that what you're waiting on? <laughs> yep. Okay, you can move on now. Yeah. Okay. Great. Please cut that uh, off. This has way. been System Ministurbia. I'm Brent. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Pete. And this has been Spectacular. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> cut that out, too. No, no, no. Leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I don't care. See ya.